2: Hello, people. I think that's a creepy intro. Yeah, that is a. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's one of your best intros.
3: Try and try and do the creepiest intro. Go on, give it a go. <laughs> Welcome, private parts. It's <laughs> terrifying. The hell was that?
2: Try and be creepy.
3: Yeah, that is quite creepy. Whenever anyone whispers anything, it's quite creepy. Hey, private parties. Welcome to another. Friday episode for you lovebirds out there. don't know why that would be lovebirds. Well, it's, maybe, it it's, be a lovebird. uh,
2: maybe it's Valentine's Day, where they are. 14th
3: of February 2022. <laughs> They're listening. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it's Valentine's Day 2022 and you're listening to this.
2: Hey, I, I bet there is someone out there. And we hope you're having a, a lovely, love-filled Valentine's Day in the future.
3: Yeah, I think so. Like
2: Ready Player One. Do you ever watch Ready Player One?
3: Our guest today was in it.
2: Do you know but did you ever watch it? Yeah, I did watch it. I, I thought like I was kind of in ready player one in the in the in the first lockdown because I had the, my VR headset and I was just that was how I kind of would go walk walk around in the park.
3: What with your <laughs> So you went to the park and pretended you were in Ready Player One. <laughs> no, no, cool. I
2: went to the park in my VR headset, so I didn't leave the house. No, you
3: didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, I did, yeah. No, that is the most uncool thing I've ever heard you say. I actually
2: went around the city doing graffiti in virtual reality.
3: So you walked around the city with your virtual reality headset on doing virtual
2: graffiti. No, you don't understand. You don't even need to, leave to, need to leave your room. You can just go to these different places and do graffiti online with all these other people. And we would like help each other with our graffiti. It was really fun.
3: I just love the fact you went, no, you don't understand. You don't understand. don't understand me.
2: It was good, hey, actually. I, sh- it, 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 I think it is, you know, the, I was going to say VR is the, the future, but it's actually the present, right? You know? yeah, do you know exactly. when the, the VR headset was patented? Oh, my God. I don't know. Patented. Tell me. It was like 1943.
3: Shit, I love that. Maybe that's when we became into a, a, a virtual reality. Maybe we're not even existing. Don't even get me into that. Ugh.
2: Well, we're do living in a simulation?
3: Yeah, I don't like that idea. I'm not. We're living in the real life. Um, do you know when Netflix was created? I've told you this so you
2: don't really own that Madonna painting? No, it's I, just do. A I definitely own
3: the Madonna behind me. Definitely mm. own the Madonna behind me.
2: Um, do you know when Netflix was created? It was originally... I actually was a subscriber of, of, of what it was before... Uh, where you got, like, DVDs. When I was at Edinburgh, you got, like, DVDs Yeah, I love to film. So it was love, love film. I had we, love film. And, and then, so so but when
3: was Netflix created?
2: It, well, I think yeah. it evolved into Netflix, like, uh, 2010? No,
3: 1998. Oh, really? Yeah. How insane is that?
2: No, but then I, why was I getting Love Film? Because it's th- different.
3: It was part of Love Film, I think, but it was different. Yeah, Netflix was started in 1998. That's insane. Do you know when millennial... If you're a millennial, what year do you have to be born, do you think?
2: Uh, millennials, uh, it's 1998, 1988 is the cutoff.
3: No, 1976.
2: No, no, uh, the, the, the last date. Oh, is the last date that? I yeah, don't I think we're, the like nine, we're like... Or 1989 is the, is the end of the... Oh, really? Generation. I thought it was like way later. I thought it was
3: like 2008.
2: Mm, well, <laughs> let, me ch- let me check.
3: Let's have a... here. Why don't you just Google it rather than me just spitting out these, these rhythms over here? While Francis is Googling hey, you private parties, welcome to our lovely episode today. We have the beautiful, the wonderful, the huge actor Olivia Cook.
2: Oh, no. So, millennials today. were born between 1981 and 1994 or 96. Oh, OK, fine. Gen Y, Generation Y. Yeah. And then Generation Z is... is uh, so Zoe's Generation Z.
3: Yes, your girlfriend. That's cool. So, so for 1994. No, she's millennial.
2: Yeah, she's a millennial.
3: Boy, Are you just bragging that your girlfriend's <laughs> younger than mine? Is that <laughs> what you're, doing? you're You're literally just trying... You got a smile on your face. No, it's, yeah. it's not a competition, but... <laughs> <laughs> hey, friends and brothers, welcome back to our Friday episode. We got Olivia Cook on today. Mate, she is a fucking... Sorry to swear, but she's a legend. She's,
2: she's a legend. Is. She is. We're, she's she one, of, she's one great. of the
3: guests of the year. I think one of the guests of the year.
2: Hey, I think we're getting some good guests on, you know? Getting
3: some great guests.
1: You
2: on. stay tuned. We're gonna there's more where that came from. We can't we haven't even released yeah. yet. Well some there's more where that came we haven't even recorded yet. <laughs>
1: Don't even we, haven't know even, gonna... we haven't
2: even booked them in yet.
3: <laughs> Harrison Ford, here you go. We haven't yeah, booked Harrison. him in yet. We
2: haven't even <laughs> spoken to him, but we're looking forward to that episode.
3: <laughs> hey guys, listen. Uh, send us some stories so we can read them out on our bonus episodes, and check out our Instagram page at Private Podcast. Right, Frankie Bull, want do you intro it? Here we go,
2: ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, star of Ready Player One, me and the Dying Girl, me, me, uh, me and uh, and the Dying Girl, <laughs> me, Earl and the Dying Girl, Olivia Cook.
3: What are the most underrated things in like the world? What would you what would you pick? Oh
4: my god, that I'm really put on the spot now. Um okay yeah, sorry to do
2: that right at the beginning.
4: Oh, um the smell of your family's house when you've not been there for a, a long time.
2: Oh uh, yeah. You know, that just... Or like, your, or like your grandmother's house. Wait, hang
3: on, hang on a second. You guys are taking it way out of context. Yeah, obviously. Oh, I could say it as well. Oh, the, <laughs> you know, the time when I pick up a Bible. You know, if I was really going to go said <laughs> Oh, the weight of a Bible. That's
4: What do you want us to say? What oh, picking, you know? I want you to say
3: like boiled eggs or something, or like avocado. I want you to go down. Oh, okay. Not like, oh, the scent on a summer's morning. Oh, the breeze on my face when I oh, walk Do you know, I actually, I've got a very good one. Go on,
1: Francie.
2: So... This is actually quite underrated because I don't, don't think anyone really knows, you know, about this series. But there's a series that this comedian did called Norm Macdonald, It's called the Norm Show in like the '90s, which was mm-hmm. is actually you can watch it all on YouTube. But it is really underrated. I'm surprised it didn't get bigger. It was like funnier than Friends. Wait, are you
3: just telling us to watch a series, or is it, <laughs> yeah. Is, is, yeah, There's no
2: point to it. Is, no, you said it's under. what's the most underrated <laughs> thing? <Sorry. laughs>
4: We've all taken it in very different directions, haven't we?
2: Go and watch that on YouTube next time. <laughs> not now. Okay. The, your one. The
3: smell of my family's house. <laughs> the laughter of my brothers and sisters. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's surely
2: not all of your family's house. Sometimes you go, some of your family members must have like- Stinky uh, you know, houses. Houses, yeah. Wait, but, but Livy, you probably don't get to go and see- No, I don't know why I assume that. You <laughs>
4: <laughs> your family's house probably stinks. That's what you said just
2: then. <laughs> no, but it's interesting how everyone has a unique smell, right? You go, you, you only recognise it because it's your family. Mm. Right? Yeah, but
3: I think my smell has changed slightly over time.
2: I used to, there used to be people at my school. I remember it's when, become less like musky. It's m- more like uh, not musky. More. I'm, I,
3: I actually, I might, if I, yeah, uh, hom? What is hom? Your hom. <laughs> yeah, I smell Dior like your Dior. <laughs> 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 No, my smell has it because do, do you not get this also Olivia by the way just to let you know do, do we call you Olivia Liv um o? Liv Liv friends
4: call me Liv. Liv you can call me Liv
3: true we are all friends now so yeah. we, can, <laughs> no, we can
2: we can we jump what do people call
4: category. you two just Francis and Jamie is that it do you have any nicknames Frank
2: Frank, Frank- <laughs> Frankie
3: <laughs> who calls you
2: Frank, who calls not- you
3: Frank no one calls you Frank <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, loads of people. No, call they me don't. Frank. They call you. I mean, they
3: call you Frankie. They don't, they don't people don't no, call you because, Frank?
2: No, because because when I was so you, you know I lived in in America for a long mm-hmm. part of my life, and in America I don't like the way that people say Francis because Francis, they say it like Francis, so I just say Frank. And people, so people, and everyone in America pretty much knows me as Frank. It's like it's loads of people. Yeah, you
4: sound really, like you're really big in America.
2: America. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I guess I. <laughs>
3: Are you big in America? Pretty much everyone in America.
2: <laughs> I don't want to brag, but, uh, you know, I know most of the people in my uh, building.
3: Wait, can I also, so, uh, so I'm super psyched to have you on the podcast, by the way, and just to let you know, we've done a really cool intro for you before you came on, so Thank everyone you. now knows who we have Jamie
2: on Jamie was like, hey, this is the first big-time actor we've ever had on. <laughs> <We have, laughs> I was just thinking, firstly, we haven't, God, well, Matt Horn's going to be pissed at, isn't <laughs> he? <laughs>
3: But live. So I was going to say that I'm super psyched because I'm a huge fan of yours. But I honestly, so I watched you, which a lot of people would have seen you in, is "Me and Earl and the Dying Girl," which you you played the dying girl. I did, and yeah. but I thought, you know, I first thought you were American, and then because and then I realized because your accent is so good. You get that quite a lot
4: constantly, which is really lovely because I guess I'm doing a good job. Um, but yeah, I get that. A lot, and also, I lived in America for a long time, but no, I'm proper. I lived in Brooklyn
1: for
3: four
4: mm. years. Lived in Brooklyn. Is it,
3: this is where Francis Street. Yeah, I lived in Brooklyn. <laughs> Who do <laughs> you know? Do you have new friends? I love friends? Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Francis again. You don't love Brooklyn. You don't I do love, love it. Brooklyn. Yeah, I love it.
2: <laughs> Used to go to these raves in the in the park in Brooklyn.
3: Which
4: park?
2: I don't know. I don't know it that well. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did you live in Brooklyn or uh, the place next to Brooklyn, which is even cooler? <laughs> Queens? No, no, not Queens. You got Brooklyn, and then you've got a place next to Williamsburg. Williamsburg That's in
2: Brooklyn?
4: That's in Brooklyn. I was, I was the kind of the little not village. I don't know what to call it, but the little area below Williamsburg called Greenpoint.
2: Ooh. It's so massive, uh, New York, isn't it? It's just, it's just huge.
4: The New York State is huge, but I feel like Manhattan and Brooklyn is just yeah. so tiny compared to London. I've been really—I yeah. moved here a year and a bit ago now, and it's just so sprawling.
2: What well, are you back in London now? Yeah. yeah. So are you originally from where? Hull.
4: Hull? No, Oldham.
2: Oldham is that near North Hull?
4: Northwest. <laughs> no, not really.
2: Because I've got a friend from Hull who sounds a bit like you.
4: <laughs> yeah. There's very very subtle differences that maybe your ear isn't um, attuned to. Oh,
2: but I was listening qu- that's to. Um, that's possible.
4: I was listening to Jordan North the other day, that you the interview that you did with him and yeah. the the North South divide, the chip. And well, <laughs> I've never had a. What did you say? A pot noodle butty. That sounds disgusting. I've never had that. <laughs> yeah,
3: thank but... <laughs> you. Thank you. That's just his thing. Horrible. Because it's wet terrible. as well. Yeah, but I feel so. You move so when you're ma- so. You, did you put on more of an American? Because your your American accent is is like super good. You know, you I thought as I, said, I thought you were American. So did you find that when you were in New York that you did you keep your northern accent or did you kind of slightly get a twinge of the American?
4: I think I slightly got a twinge of the American, which is quite embarrassing. But because people just didn't understand me, so I think I would just naturally just change my accent a little bit and maybe soften my T's and.
2: It's an instinctive thing, upward apparently.
4: Upward inflect, yeah. yeah. And I think if you're imp- empathetic as well, you want to kind of bridge the gap a little bit. And
2: it's called mirroring. People, people do it to sort of fit into a new tribe, right? It's it's that sort of evolutionary thing. But actually, well, so, na- so did you it's a develop a sort of mid-Atlantic accent?
4: I don't, I don't know. When I talked to my mum on Facetime, it all come back. I just think it was. I've seen a few interviews that I did around the time that I lived there, and oh god, I cringe because I just do not sound like myself at all, and I had no idea that I was doing it. I would just, I would just completely mirror the interviewer and just yeah. like up and inflect, and oh, I hate it. And just well, actually, <laughs> well, actually... so I'm.
3: Uh... I'm originally from... Oh, that's
2: terrible, Jamie, come on. that's no,
3: not. That was fine. That was a, no, but I can imagine. That was not terrible. That was great. Sorry, that was just so natural. I think <laughs> maybe, you would have been, like, you'd been interviewed and they would have said, so what is it like living in America? And you would have gone like, ah, you know, um, it's great. Uh, oh, sorry. I, I can't get out of the character. So <laughs> let me get out of the character. <laughs> I've
4: actually, I've done interviews with people like that who, who have a different accent. And then they put on a, and they're talking to you in their own natural accent, and then they put on a completely different one when they're talking to the interviewer, and you're just literally like, you can't help but just stare at them in disbelief, just like, I don't understand what they do. Anyway, but I don't, oh God, I don't I don't know what I did. My, my boyfriend at the time was American, all the people that I was with were older than me and very American, and I just...
3: What just, does very American mean, is that... <laughs> I know what very American means. It's way you... you I, I understand it. When you, you, it is, no, I know...
2: I, I, there's, obviously, some people may interpret that differently. So what do you mean, Olivia, when you say very American? Or you're going oh, you go for just, Olivia to make a more sensible question. So this is where... I'm you, not interviewing you, Jamie. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> they were just like... They were, they were just proper New Yorkers. Mm. They've been in New York either all their life or for like the past 10, 15 years. And so they just felt so cemented and part of the furniture. Mm. there
3: did, did you not find it I, I was in new york for like two months i was i was shooting i was shooting something out there
4: i saw did... it it was when you guys went to new york we made
3: in chelsea yeah it was a reality show it I wasn't <laughs> shut up live i try to make it cool we are just shooting something <laughs> just shooting but i but i found it a bit lonely did you find it lonely at all or no because it's it's like
4: i did find it lonely at first because i mean it's so hard to find your group of people Mm. and uh, it's quite cliquey and I find that friendship groups are a little bit impenetrable when Mm. you're there but then at at the same time
2: I could when you say you're an actress then they're like well come in
4: they're like oh my god what you in I've never seen you before in my life
2: um and but ready player one was quite big in America wasn't it
4: yeah but I just I never I've never ever had a Problem with getting recognised, or like when you asked me to come on the podcast, I was like, "Oh yeah, I mean, of course," but I never get asked to do those things because I guess I'm not very zeitgeisty, which That's I like. so
3: Bizarre to me. I
4: like that. Uh,
3: you're a lister, right? You know, in the, I, and I hate that sort of term in a sense, but you, but you are, you know, you're no. you're, you're short Jamie, after so actor. are you? So yeah, are I know me. I am. I, yeah, listen, <laughs> uh, yeah. All those bake-offs that I He was on. waiting for you to say that, Olivia.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would you, love Jamie? to be asked to go on bake-off.
3: <laughs> would you like to be in Crystal Maze, though? Francis is just on <laughs> coach trip. No, hey, <laughs> Jamie,
2: I just won Crystal Maze. <laughs> Sorry. I won it.
3: Francis won Crystal Maze coach trip.
2: We got, and... the, we got the most <laughs> money. We raised the most money for charity of any other Well team. done, buddy. I think they say yeah. that to everyone. Though. Hi, no, no, yeah, we did it. We'd,
3: we'd
4: okay, it. when it's a charity bake-off, it's a charity Crystal Maze. Do you actually win money, or do you just do you say it's for? No, no, we do. The, mo- the
2: money goes to the charity. Yeah. Yeah, well, but you don't win, for, for you don't win money for stand up to cancer. Chances. No, no, no. I, I really tried to get my cut, but <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't. No, no, it was for, it was for stand up to cancer. Okay. The, the, good, the, the good funniest part. is
3: when Francis was asked to do a TV show. I said it from the podcast. My so funny genius. He was asked to do a TV show which was um, be- basically called, like, Five Star Driving. It was basically to learn to drive on a TV show. And Francis took it because he actually wanted to drive. And, <laughs> and he got annoyed when they were trying to film
2: him.
4: <laughs> like, fuck off, no, and I've it, been paid,
3: but I Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He was no, like, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't the, 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 when they were trying to film me. It's just that the... the, the, the uh, the instructor was not teaching me anything. She was just trying to, like- It's a get, TV get, show! Make, it's she was a trying TV to cultivate show. a new career, TV career. She was just trying oh. to get
4: moments for the-
2: Yeah, she was trying, she was She was just giving me really bad advice. So I actually had to get a different instructor so I'd pass.
4: On the TV show or just outside of the no, TV no, show? No, no, outside. I
2: was like, I really want to pass. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to fail on TV. So I...
3: Kind but of. but going back to the point I would you know and I, and I hate that term but I you you're a sought after you know you know working actor flirt <laughs> that's not that's not flirting that's just being you know truthful right and and so I, I, I find it sort of maybe maybe every the funny thing is maybe everyone has that sort of um, it's not it's not a totally imposter syndrome. But it's that thing where you think you go, why would someone notice me, or why would someone look at me? And that's part, a little bit what you're saying, right? Even though you've been in these huge movies, I guess.
4: I mean, I do have imposter syndrome massively. I, I always find it just bizarre that I am doing this job and I have mm. solidly been working for ten years, which is amazing, and I'm that's very That's quite rare,
2: it. even. That's quite rare for for any actor, right? To solidly work for ten years. I mean, most. If you look at the IMDb's of like even some top actors, they have. Sometimes like two or three year like gaps in between big projects, you know.
4: Yeah, but babe can't afford to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I mean it's working, good. It I mean. <laughs> yeah, you've gotta keep working. <laughs> Jesus,
3: gotta keep. But so, but you, but you've been acting before that. You were acting like at the age of eight, wasn't that right?
4: No, no, I was. I was with a th- local theatre
0: um, hmm.
4: group where I met all my best mates, and it was just pissing about being trees in the background. There was nothing professional about it and then i got an agent when i was 14 and then got my first first professional gig when i was
3: 18 Mm. but that's that's insane but also i i heard i heard a thing that you didn't you send off your own recorded audition tape and you you sent it off and then someone saw it and said yes this is and you sent it off just hoping they were going to accept and then you got the role
4: so it was for this tv show called bates motel that i did when i was 18 and I'd just got on a manager in America who I'd never met and had no idea who she was really I was just like yeah sure and a person in LA wants to rep me and then she would just like send, send an audition tape through and it was for an American accent which I'd never done before and looking back at the first season of that show it is horrendous um, and then I, I just sent the first tape through not thinking anything of it and then they called back like a week later saying you've got the role and then I was flown off to Vancouver for five months, and that was within nine months of getting my first gig. So it, all, it was all—it was all very go, go, go from That's from so, the start.
2: Because it's I, what I always find surprising, well, not surprising, but I, I find it curious. Like why there are so many actors trying to make it in America? Why do they always get English actors to play in American?
4: It's their perception. Was they they do think that we're more intelligent and trained, yeah. even though. I didn't get into drama school but they thought that I was, you know, classically trained because in-
2: I guess it's really impressive to them to be able to do an American accent cuz they can't do an English accent for shit. Can
3: they? Well, <laughs> some some of some of them wow, can't. she's talented. <laughs> yeah. God, she's talented. God, can you hear exactly. her accent? wish I could do that the other way around. (laughs) Yeah. They can really act, those English people. (laughs) Jesus, let's get them on.
4: (laughs) Oh, bless them. No, I just think they've not had the opportunity, whereas we have. And also, we grew up with American TV shows and watching American films, so it's always been in our ear. Francis, but you have up also
2: there. <laughs> Everyone in America knows you, so yeah, I am. You know, you know more than most. But but the point is, actually, it's a derivative accent, right? So America is a derivative of, of the English. Eng, well, every other accent is a derivative of the English accent, so it's easy to go that way, but not the way, not the other way. So that's why it's kind of difficult but, for them to because they actually can't get their mouth around the the.
3: But also, the also, Liv, you're so right in saying that because I remember when I went to, I was traveling and I met these Swedish guys. Swedish people are always good looking as well. I don't understand. It Sounds oh like God. some romantic... Yeah, I met God these Swedish yes. guys and we—they're yeah, so hot.
4: It's—it's it's outrageous. No, it's actually—it's off-putting that they're so beautiful. Yes. You're like, I don't yeah. actually want to even engage with you because you don't
3: want anything from me. It's really upsetting. I, same in Copenhagen. I went to Copenhagen and everyone was just hot, and I was like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> like everyone's just good-looking and tall. Like, and do they- you
2: watch E4 or? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> do you guys watch it have you seen bake off um but they do but they, everyone's so good looking but i met these swedish people and what they said is it's so true that you said that they said that the reason they learned they had an american accent and the reason why they had an american accent is because they grew up with friends and all these different things and they replicated that and it's true american people don't we don't, there's not really english tv in america that much i mean there was monty python and stuff like that, that was years ago there's not really that much so they don't quite catch on to the accent as much as we do
4: yeah. Now I think it's different because we've had, you know, Downton Abbey mm. and then Game of Thrones. And now it's it's with Netflix, everything's so globalized that they can if they want to access it. I feel like I'm slagging like off Americans. I'm not. This, someone can do really good. Yeah, why do you hate I, Americans? Um, I don't hate Americans, <laughs> right? Um, I, mean just, I I need a dialect coach. So for every job that I do, I have to work with a dialect coach to try and break it down for me. So it, it's it's digestible. And I know where my tongue placement is and and how much space I have in my mouth and things like that. So it's not just me Shit. mimicking other people.
3: I have to really mm. work at it. So it's that intense. It's that it's that intense that you have to go into it to make sure that you're you're getting it's precise on each note that you're hitting.
4: The last job I did was like west coastal Irish accent and that was up. so so hard. And <laughs> And give because, us a little tinkle. How does no, it, I can't. How I can't. There's a trailer out there somewhere, but no, I can't. It's so <laughs> embarrassing. Because you, I, shamefully, I looked up like worse Irish accents and there's blogs and blogs and just articles about how these people that aren't Irish have just butchered the accent over decades of uh, worth of film. And I was just like, oh my God, I can't be another one of those. So I really drove myself mad trying to just phonetically get every single word yeah, wrong. But-
3: that's a good thing. I think that you know it, it's sort of it, it, the annoying thing. Satisfying is, when
2: you get it, though. I imagine. Yeah,
3: but the annoying thing for someone like yourself, Liv, and I think this happens with a lot of actors, is that it's a blessing and a curse. Right? The blessing is is that you 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 you, you give off good, amazing performances, right? Because you're you're getting the the voice down, this down, that. that. But also the negative is it becomes like an obsession almost, right? Mm. That you sort of obsessed over the fact that you're trying to get this language and this notes and the, the sort of accents right and that's sometimes quite hard i think for an actor
4: yeah and just being your own worst enemy and what as well and also annoying the people that are actually irish in the film being like daryl can you just say seagull again say it again seagull say all right right literally just right before he says action just say seagull, seagull in my
3: ear and then <laughs> is what, that your that? in was that your in <laughs> was that your in to the accent i
4: just couldn't get seagull i said it a few times in the fucking film i just <laughs> couldn't get the word seagull
2: in Irish, in Irish, seagull, seagull, <laughs> seagull. <laughs> wait, wait, how do you, you do it?
4: Wait, hang on a second. You couldn't
3: get the word seagull. you like,
4: surely just couldn't. Couldn't. I couldn't do it because I. I the, it was something about the L's that were too dark or too light, and I just wait. now I'm not even gonna try and do it. No, so do it. Just do
3: it. Give, it one, Give it one go. Give it one go
4: no no it's gone it's gone it was a year and a half ago gone
3: oh. you're humming it to yourself so <laughs> <No, I was laughs> like, St- like, worried. you're mad
4: <laughs> no i'm just scared i won't get employed again
3: um but Do you see that that's such a see i feel like that as well you know from an outside perspective right you'd say that you know with yourself with olivia cook people are always looking to you know, employ you and want you in their movies and all these different things but what you're saying is that no it's actors are always hustling they're always worried about not getting the next job they're always worried about where the work's coming from that does that ever stop
4: no I think you've just got to get used to it and just not let it affect you too much I mean what was amazing about last year was every actor was off and so suddenly yeah. there wasn't this competition and you felt free from that for a while until September mm. when things did start ramping up again, and then everyone's kind of looking over their shoulder.
2: Did you miss it though?
4: No. Oh my God, I had no? the best. Oh my, I had. It was like going through a second puberty. I loved it. I had the best summer ever.
3: Wait hang <laughs> a second. My puberty sucked. I was. I was- <laughs> hoot I was freaking ugly (laughs) I wasn't ugly I just like put a weight I like had like small I just didn't look so good why was your puberty so epic why did you have a good puberty
4: well I say that just because it felt like because I've been working so solidly for so Mm. long that this was the first time in a long time that I had too much fun consecutively over the summer just so free. Free. free yeah and there Fuck was no it. worries
3: Fuck not worrying it, about let's go for it <laughs>
4: yeah yeah exactly because i you know he didn't didn't really know when it was going to end or when the next job was going to come in and everyone was in that same boat and all my friends are actors and it just it felt i don't know what to say it was just
2: yeah yeah a bit...
3: i think that's what's what's really hard and my my sister my little sister's an actor but she's she's she's, she's she's finding it tough at the moment because, you know, she hasn't broken through, right, lots of different things. But all of her friends act so. But I think that hustle and bustle, that competitive, like, attitude that there's there, you know, and that's tough because, you know, people are constantly getting jobs over you or different things over you. And, they, and, you know, and it's quite hard not to stay humble in that area when you're getting the right thing. So, and especially, with, you know, with your friends, it's cool. But with people that you kind of know, that becomes, it must be quite a sort of, in the nicest way possible, quite a toxic Time because everyone's battling for the same gigs.
4: Yeah, and I think especially just the language around it with with agents and producers and you know they're saying well this this and this um, X Y and Z are up for this job, and you know it's the, it's the same group of people and they're all fucking amazing actors, but you can't help but feel oh you know you're pitted against them all the time, and I think especially with women the language around that can be sometimes a bit more personal Mm. and a bit more
2: fraught well I guess that's the thing because because producers and directors they're often looking for something very specific right and Mm. I guess it can be a and they don't really have like imagination right you've got to be the what they're what they're looking for or 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 not and and I suppose you also it, it tends to have quite a sort of manic depressive effect on your your mood, right? If you, you you know you get one huge role oh, and then, that's then you're so like, deep here. and then and then oh, Frank. and then you know constant <laughs> rejection for a period of time, right? You have to deal with the constant rejection.
4: Yeah, you you do, but I also you've got to have a thick skin because if you can't deal yeah. with the rejection, then you just shouldn't be in this industry mm. because it's gonna even if you're Nicole Kidman, I'm sure there's sometimes where she doesn't get a job to Laura Dern or to Naomi Watts and then she's upset. You know, I think it's just. There's or to Olivia peaks. Cook, Or to me. <laughs> Nicole Kidman lost out on a role to me. Um, <laughs> there's so many times where an actor is just up here and you're down here and then it just,
3: it just switches it just all changes. the time. It just suddenly changes and switches, yeah. doesn't it? And it, and it switches doesn't matter. overnight. Absolutely. Which is not, not live, though. Hey, I've been working for not 10 in, years non-stop. Not in my, <laughs> not in
4: my case, knackered. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Shut up. Stop knocking at my door. It's, too, it's just it's too fucking much, if anything. Thank no. God I had the rest last year. <laughs> but can you just quickly go into that, like dissect said, about being a woman? Being a, So what do you mean? Because I, I, maybe I'm, I misunderstood. So what do you mean about being a woman in this industry? Are you saying it's tricky?
4: It is tricky. And I think the window, I think it's changing now, thankfully, because there's more conversations around yeah. it. And I think... Uh, there's more women being able to make their own stuff and produce their own things and be directors and just be in charge.
3: Olivia Wilde doing
4: super a, well. There. Olivia Wilde doing amazingly. Um but I just think sometimes, just even on like your youth, there's there's such a short window and you're seen to like there's this sort of this hunger for new shiny talent that is young, young, young and it's just, just that's like weird tough, sometimes. It? Yeah, that's it's just crap. weird. Why? And that's
3: shit. That's shit. And I I suppose you're right, you know, that is unfair because guys, stereotypically, guys don't really have that so much of that pressure because for some reason there's a, a belief that guys you know, and uh, this is scary territory, and I always stumble across these things. Okay, so let me try and try. This to... is your belief, uh, is cool <laughs> <laughs> It's not my belief, it's not my belief. But it's, okay, so, stereotypically, right, this is what people say is that, you know, and this is totally why I do not agree with it, but they say, you know, you guys, we, a- oh, they always go, guys age, you know, they age so much better and things like that. But with women, you're right, there's a belief that there's a sort of time frame of youth that they have, mm. and then actually that's, you know, they're they're not as valuable in a sense, which is total nonsense. Yeah.
4: And arguably, me at eighteen was at my least interest mm. and probably the shittest I was at acting. So I think it's just it I think I think we're more valuable as we age and have all that yeah. life experience because that's what we're offering to our job. Seagull. I knew fuck all when I was eighteen. Oh yeah, Seagull. Seagull. <laughs> and now
3: (laughs) (laughs) but it's true we we did i honestly this is and i think this is um i always say this to all of the young kids listening to this right fuck no one we don't you know you uh, when i was 18 years old i thought i knew everything i thought i knew so much and it's amazing and that naivety is quite cool right like it's quite fun to be and that that propels
4: you forward sometimes because you make dumb decisions Mm. that work out sometimes
0: yeah, all that it's you learn from. You know? Yeah, but, but also, yeah.
3: <laughs> Liv, you're so freaking right, man, is that it does, you make those mistakes and then suddenly you arrive in a place because you, you you made the wrong decision, but the place that you arrive in is actually a way better place than if you had made a sensible decision, right? So I think follow your naivety. But we also don't know what the hell we're doing. And actually, when you get to a, a bit older, you look back at the sort of things, decisions you would make and stuff like that, or your acting, as you said, and you realise that, shit, I, it wasn't anywhere what I thought it was.
4: no. No, at all.
3: Yes. How old are you, two? Uh, my stage age is 27. No, I'm 32. Yeah, I'm 32, 32 now, yeah. We're
2: both 32. Francis, yeah. we're
4: 32, yeah. And we're when, when did you start on the show? How old aging. were you? Ageing. <laughs> when did we start ageing? Well, <laughs> <so
3: just, yeah. laughs> we started ageing a while ago. I look back at some... We, we started when we were like 21, We shot, we shot the pilot.
2: Well, I shot he the pilot, goes. sorry. Yeah. yeah, here he goes. When, then, uh, <laughs> when, uh, when um, I was 21
3: young really young.
2: young it's too young what do you mean too young
3: it is it's too young to
2: make those big decisions <laughs> no no i mean i made the decision when i was 22 right because it got commissioned and then i yeah.
4: but you wouldn't make that decision if you were 28 probably no or 30, or it, no, no right now, yeah, when, I mean, you
2: have to it was, it was i think there's something about uh you know you know a window into as sort of this young group of people, that was the sort of selling point, right? And I guess, you know, older people... I mean, I, I spoke to my friend's mum about this, and I think she was saying that actually older people, act, you know, they look at young people, and, you know, for them, it, you know, youth is kind of beautiful, right? Because it's, it's it's something that they love—they lust for, that's a sort of nostalgic quality. So I guess going back to what you were saying about this sort of industry wanting sort of new young uh, faces, I guess it's because that, you know... Older people like to watch that and kind of remember their youth, right? Mm. So it's kind of like, because youth is beautiful, right? Young people and not to say that older people aren't aren't beautiful. They have a different sort of beauty, you know, sort of a beautiful, radiant. Yeah, maybe your time uh, is closing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your Carry time on, this is closing. what you believe. But no, yeah. I mean, you're, I'm not saying, I, Jamie, yeah, you said belief? that. You're, are you implying that she's not young? <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: no, no, I can say you're you're 27, right? That, mm-hmm. that, yeah, that's, yeah. but also really, you've I got, thought you
2: were like 20.
3: Yeah, you've got the lucky gene. You've got the, the lucky gene where you, you look very young. No.
4: All the windows are open. There's very nice lights coming yes, through.
2: Yes, it's good. You, I mean, you've got a good podcast or, uh, or a Zoom calling background and lighting. and everything.
4: I've been doing this a lot, actually. So I feel like I've sort of somehow got it down at the moment.
3: I've been doing a lot and I look rank and everything. I don't understand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> 10, <laughs> oh, no, like no,
3: no, no. Liv, I do. Don't worry about it. I'm bloated no. and it's just not. There's just something... don't know what's up with me. And hence, I started training. Hey, listen, we uh, we got to that moment in the podcast, Francis, where we need to have the question of the week.
2: Oh, yes. All right, let me check my list.
3: Shit, I'm really enjoying the podcast. Today. Not that I don't like enjoy the other ones. I really enjoy the other ones, but today just I always I always judge it on on how long we've been talking for, and we haven't even done part one, and we're nearly thirty five oh. minutes in. So oh, it's already to take up. Yeah, we're just going to take up all of your afternoon live, so don't worry about. it. Oh, it's it. I have okay.
1: nothing
4: going on.
3: It's Great, fine. perfect. It's lovely. Yeah. Just a chat. No one knocking at the door anymore, yeah. are they? No, <laughs> just no, no it's dried up. <laughs> <laughs> your youth is gone. That's... It's
4: gone. That's it. Twenty seven. The red. The my crystal has turned red. <laughs> yeah.
3: 27 is that age this is the age where you you go deep into that thing that Francis was talking about and then you yeah it's going to be a terrible year here we go
4: you you wither and you die
2: alright okay Okay, Francis alright Francis so the the question is what was cologne originally used for interesting
4: something mad like to to hide the smell of syphilis or to hide the smell of
2: some (laughs) does syphilis smell bad
4: (laughs) I don't know I've never had it
2: (laughs) I Jamie, have how, what do you smell
3: like? <laughs> <laughs> Syphilis doesn't smell, does it? Who was I? Who was I smelling? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, the, the two smells that I really, really enjoy, which is quite weird. I, I love this, the smell of pet. pet where's this going? <laughs> I love the smell of petrol, but I also quite like the smell of sewage. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That's the smell of drains. Weird. I quite like the smell of drains. Yeah, weirdly.
2: That is, that is weird? weird, actually. Yeah. What do you mean what you like th- the smell?
4: Is it reminiscent of something? Is that <laughs> yes, why you like
3: it? Of my childhood. <laughs> 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 Always in a drain. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I do. I weirdly like the is smell Is that why of... you like girls to shit on your chest? If <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only if they do it in a drain first. <laughs>
4: Oh god! Scoop it up. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
3: Can you? Do you mind doing that in the drain? And then <laughs> <laughs> what if we go close to stop, the drain? Wait, wait, stop, stop, stop! Can you do that in the drain? <laughs> and then I'll smell it. Hold it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it. You're always looking up, not looking down. <laughs> <Can> you... <laughs> I quite like the idea, Liz, that You said it's the smell of syphilis or something like. I think it's. I think it's to cover up. So it must be to cover up something. I think it's to cover up the smell. of Something like syphilis. What would it be? I think it's some disease. Maybe the smell of maybe the smell of chickenpox. They thought the chickenpox. Chickenpox
2: don't smell. Like,
3: I don't know. Some sort of disease. I think it's to. I think it's to cover up the smell of disease. I'm gonna go with you, Liv. Is that what you're going for as well?
4: Uh, oh, yeah, I am. Yeah, it's, I like
3: I, I, it's like I've just taken your answer and just gone, were well, you going to copy me? I copied you. Just, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Olivia, you can have your own answer. You don't need to go with James.
3: No, she came up with it first. Well, I feel like
4: it would have been in in high society and, you know, in all these, like, sex parties, I imagine, that they're all having, um, to Wait, hide what? the smell of their their yeah, their sexually sexless. transmitted diseases.
2: Ah... We're right. in France,
4: you know, 400 years ago. This oh, is what's yeah, going yeah. on.
2: All right,
3: 400 whatever. 400 years Whatever you want, away. Liv. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All these sex too mu- parties. Too All much right.
4: time on my yeah. own, in yeah. my yeah. noggin. <laughs>
3: okay. Yeah. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's the end of part one. Liv, <laughs> are you going to stick around for part two? Yeah. <laughs> Sick. We'll see you in part two, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>